It's that time. It's time for the best damn marketing podcast on the planet. Whether you want to sell more products, more services, get more customers, or just make more money. This is where you need to be. Coming to you straight from the trenches and reaching across the globe. It's the High Response Marketing Podcast. Featuring the postcard pioneer himself, Bob Ross. What a grand entrance that is. <laughs> this is uh, this is your friend Bob Ross, and this is my very first podcast. I'm going to commit myself to doing these at least every week. I've had a huge demand for it, and it's tough. I got to tell you, it's tough because I got so much going on. There's so much that I want to share with everyone, and it's just hard to it's just hard to bang it out on the on the computer. This is going to be great. Mark my words. This is gonna be this is gonna become the best marketing podcast on the planet. Unlike every other marketing guru that you're accustomed to, I am out there in the trenches every single day. Every single day I am out there doing the same things that, that you're doing. Talking with local businesses. You're not gonna find these these big gurus that you follow. Are they are they really out there? Are they actually out there talking with local business owners? Are they giving you something that they that just sounds good or something that may have worked a long time ago. This is all, everything that I show you is going to be stuff that is working right now. And I'm going to, I'm going to toot my own horn for a minute here. And I'm going to say that I will outclose anyone. You, you guys have seen me call on YouTube. You've, you've seen different videos of me and audio. I'm not afraid to pick up the phone and close someone. I'm not afraid, and I, I firmly believe that I will outclose anyone. I don't care how good you are, I'm going to be better. Over the phone, over in person, I'm the guy that's going to come out there with a deal. And the, the good thing is, is that I can teach you how to do the same. You're not going to find too many people that are actually out there in the field that are actually sharing you their, with you their experiences or, or how to how to make money in the same way that they're doing it. Uh, I'm not afraid. There's, there's one guy that probably would give me a run for my money. There's, there's one guy, and fortunately, he's on my team. He's my right-hand man. He's been with me for uh, uh, three different companies that I've had. He's been, uh, I've known him since 2008. He's been with me since 2009. He's my right-hand man. His name is Chuck Shove, and fortunately, he's in here with me today. Chuck, how are you? I'm doing awesome, as always. Yeah, good. Yeah. Good to have you. I, I have to say, though, um, when you say that you can outclose anybody, I, um, I would probably say the same thing about myself. Do you remember, uh, do you remember a couple years ago? You remember we were driving? I, I can't remember where we were going. Do you remember? We, you, you told me something like that. Uh, it was like a winter or something. We were driving, and, I, and you said you, you, we were on fire. I don't know what you did. You just closed a couple deals on the phone or something. You're like, I, I'll close anyone, anyone. I, I'll close, I don't care. I'll, I'll close anyone. And then you realized that you were talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> and, you were, and I could say something. You're like, oh, shit. You know, and that, Maybe I can't close that. You know, I'm talking to Jake. Yeah, yeah. And, and do you remember what I said to you? Do you no, remember? I, I, I don't. You don't remember? No. I said, Charlie, it doesn't, I said, it, it doesn't matter if you can't Oh, that's really, right. Yeah, I do remember the conversation. It now. doesn't matter if you can't yeah. really close 
Right. More than you need anyone. to believe that you, you just can. have to believe yeah, that. That's right. it. That's it. Yep. That's it. That, that is you it. just have to believe that you have to believe, you know, and, and um, I talk to my people about this, the ones that work underneath me, that that you could be dropped off anywhere and um, you're going to come back with business. You know, it's like that that line that Affleck uses in uh, in Boiler Room. You just give me a phone and a, and, a, and a number. I think it was him. It was either him or Vin Diesel. And uh, I'll close. And, and if you have that mentality, like you said, whether or not it's true, it doesn't really make a difference. But if you have that mentality, you, you will close. Yeah, you that's will. right. And if you don't have that mentality, if you don't, there's going to be big problems. Well, it's fear, you know, and I, it's, especially through the phone. You know, I always uh, talk about this is, you know, the, the consumer, the customer, the person that's picking up or the person you're talking to is, is, a, is a human lie detector test. You know, they, they can tell just through a phone. You might be talking to somebody across the country, and they can tell whether or not you believe in yourself through through the way you talk. Sure, sure. It, it's, and it's if a, you sound amazing. like a telemarketer, that's an instant turnout, right? Because you don't want them, that yeah. image that they have of the person on the other end of the phone, if they think it's some kind of telemarketer. Right, well, they're, they're, right. the perception yeah. of a telemarketer is, is minimum wage and guy that doesn't really know what he's doing or talking care. about. He's there to sell something. Right. And they're not, they're not, the person is known, the person won't respond well to that. And that's the, that's a, that's a tricky thing to, to, to teach is to not sound like you are a robot. Um, right. You know, there's a lot of things involved. And you that. can't, you can't learn that in a book. No, you can, you no, can no, no, no. read it and it may make sense in your head, but until you actually hear that, yeah. that tone, that tonality and how you talk. It is. It's a, uh, yep. it's hard. People write the same thing. I see the mistake all the time. People writing emails, they try to sound too, they're so stiff and they try to sound like this big corporate Big guy, you know everything is regimented, firm, and professional. You don't. You got to be casual. You These know, are human beings. Stiff is it's yeah. not a board meeting no. in front of the stupid. <laughs> exactly, and stiff is, is 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 a key word there because it, the the stiffer you are, the tighter you are, um, the less the less credible actually you sound. Like sure. you just said, you know, you may think that you're being more credible by by sounding. You know, like this massive uh, operation or whatever. Yeah, but, that's a big. That's a big. Uh, I just want to bring that up. People yeah. tried it. They always use we. Oh, we do this. We do that. No, it should be I do. Yeah. this. Right. I, mean, I offer this. They want. They don't want to deal with your company. They want right. to deal with you. Well, the old the old adage, you know, you're not buying the company or the product. You're buying the person. Um, it's really something that I've learned from you, um, and, and and try to to teach or in in and honestly use in my everyday life is that when I'm talking to people, I want them to call Chuck when they need something. I don't, I don't want them to call um, Structure or whatever the, the company yeah, is. The I want them to call Chuck. I don't want them to call you. Know, you. Right. Obviously, I care about right. my company. Um, it's but, not a big deal. So many people think that they've got to be this huge company. You know, got to, right. I got to put up a website. You know, right. it's just a one man operation. They got to put, oh, we specialize in this. We do this right. and our team. Right. When they don't have a team, that's okay. People are yeah. people are totally fine dealing with a one man show. It's true. It's completely fine. In fact, I, it's probably more beneficial. I, that's what I was gonna say. I'd rather deal with just one person. Yeah, right. This is the guy. This is the go to guy. I want you know. I let anybody know that you know, anyone, anybody, one of my. My customers, I'm accessible 24 hours, and I believe that. You know, that doesn't mean they're going to call me at three in the morning. But no, they it's need, just saying it. But they need to feel it. that right. they can call me at three in right. the morning. Right, right. It's, it's a reassurance, it, it, and it's, it's knowing that somebody's there for you, whether it's a small product or a large product. If they know that you're going to take care of them, not only will they buy that first time, but they'll buy over and over and right. over again. And you brought up something. I just want to mention something quick. You said that. Uh, 
just by saying it, it's, it gives you credibility. I'm available 24 hours a day, right. 24 seven available. Right. You know they're not going to actually call. Correct. And I want to bring something up because once you've got once you've got a, a, a client base, you've got maybe 10 clients or whatever. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. You can write in your pitches. You can say you can call any of these guys. You can call any. Here's a list of my latest clients. If you're selling nine by twelve card, you can give them the post. These these are people that have spent money with me. These are my existing clients. I'm helping out. You can call any any one of them, right? And they'll tell you that I work wonders for them. Yeah, right. How, how many people are actually gonna gonna call? No, they're, they're, they're not. not gonna call. They're not. Right. They're not. Well, it's, it, it's and you've, like, you've hand you've conquered the objection before yeah. it ever even came up. I, I had a I had an instance where I was trying to to, to teach one of our. Uh, our salesman, uh, because there was somebody had, had asked for references, and um, the immediate was rea- it Paul. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was Paul. Um, you know, somebody had asked for references, and the immediate reaction is to go, "Oh, here's 18 people," you know. And I happened to be in the house when this happened, and I I, I stopped the conversation and I, and I looked over and I can't remember who, what her name was, Linda, I think maybe something like that. And, and I said, well, well, "Linda, who who do you think I'm going to give to you to call?" She said, well, probably satisfied customers. I said, yeah, probably. I said, so do you really need to call them? She said, I guess I don't. No. Yeah, right. There's no, you know, what do you want me to do? I'm gonna get, here's, here's 10 people, five of these, yeah, they kind of yeah. liked me. Five of them right. don't. They don't need to hear. Squash they need it. to buy you. And if, they, and if that's an objection, they haven't bought you anyway. And it shouldn't have even came up right. in the beginning. That's and right. that's why I brought up, like, tell them, here's, here's a list of 10 people, that local customers that, that right. do business with me. Right. They're not going to call. Right. But you know if they do, yeah, you'll be all right anyways. You should be. We're going to talk about a few things today. It was a little bit about uh, just a little bit of stuff about mindset and attitude. We're going to talk about that and and how to handle some tough objections. I think people freeze up and they they don't know how to handle these tougher objections. There's there's some certain formulas that you can follow to conquer these objections. You don't always have to be this amazing salesperson with this natural grown talent you you can literally just if you understand the concepts and practice them you'll be able to just get through all these difficult objections and they won't give you a hard time we're going to talk about that but first of all a little bit about mindset charlie you've got one of the best mindsets that i've ever come across because you've just got that confidence and but not everyone has that Right. Not everyone has that. But right. what what tips would you give someone who maybe just wasn't very confident? How, how do they bring their confidence up? Well, how would you pump them up before a, they go into that? There, you know, they're scared to death. They're right. scared to death of going into a business. There, there, there's a, a few things that people... The first thing is, is energy, okay? Um, you, you need to have constant energy. I mean, I, I barely sleep, you know, you know it's because I'm, I'm excited. Get excited. You have issues that you have outside um, of your profession. Everybody does, okay? They need to be left behind. When you walk into a, a place or you're about to meet a customer, it's, it's to alleviate fear. Be excited about what you have. Think to yourself that what you have is something that they need. And also, really, besides energy, it's, it's a belief that you have in your head and, and, and knowing that psychologically people, people would rather smile than frown. People would, would rather say yes than say no. Yeah, right. They're they're not gonna they're not gonna bite your head off. They're not. <laughs> they're just they're not, not gonna toss you out the door. No, they're not they're gonna. Not gonna tell the worst you to thing is they're your... gonna say is I don't need your services, yeah, and then maybe the you don't know how to handle that, and you, then you then you go and you go into another place. Right. 
even even the, the the person that just guys no confidence at all. If they go out and try, somebody will say, "Oh yeah, I was just about to do that." Someone's gonna Let's say, go. "Right, right." You know, and then you could build your confidence. But it's it's a, it's a self belief, it's energy, and it's and it's knowing that when you're walking into a place, chances are in in your favor, not against you. You know, it's 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 one of the hardest things to do though is is mindset, because you you know you say what well what what is you know mindset? Am, am, am I Am I afraid? Am I worried? Um, am I scared? Uh, and, and those are words that you can't, you have to eliminate from your vocabulary. You know, I don't even believe in the word I can. It's I, I will. You will. And when you have that in your head that it's going to happen, this will happen, it becomes powerful to the point where now people are, are feeding off of you. They, they don't even know what it is that you're selling sometimes, but they, you're so excited. They see you're it so in, passionate. Right. right. They see it in yourself. Right. And then all of a sudden, you know, I could be having the worst day in the world. And you've had some pretty bad days. In fact, some, just this week, I just yeah. want to bring up something quick. You've uh, you actually filled a nine by 12 card. Right. In eight, eight days. Correct. Eight days. So yeah. you filled yeah. 15 spaces. Yeah, 15, we yeah. did a 15 space card. Mm-hmm. Some of them were past customers. Yep. Uh, but the majority of them are all brand new right. and you filled 15 of those spaces in literally eight days and you just had, you had a couple stinkers, right? You had a couple yeah. days that you, yeah. well, you had rough, but how do you get through that? When you go, when you go and the, the day's just, everyone's just shutting you down. You can't talk to an owner. What do you do? It's, it's the same concept when you're having a bad day in life. You, you have to know that the following day is going to be equally as good or better. So, you're having a rough day. I, I I think it was you know for me an hour and a half with with uh, without a sale is a long time, and uh, it happened to me. And it's at that point where there's two different types of people. There's the type of person that says it's just not my day, and and gets in their car or walks to the bus station and goes home, and then hopes it happens the next day. But I'm going to tell you what happens when you do that. The next day, if you don't get a sale or something within 45 minutes. Now you're thinking this is impossible. You have to have it in your head that it's going to happen because it will. Then when it happens, all of a sudden you're extremely excited. I got goosebumps just talking about this right now. You get, you get extremely excited and you realize why you do it. Then that feeds off of itself. And now you come, those, that, those bad days I had where I felt like there wasn't anything that was going to happen, when I, by the time I got back to the office, I had two or three. Right. Because they fed off of themselves. You just got to keep yourself in the game, know that it's going to happen, and then fight through it. The worst thing you could do is 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 to give up. Shut down. It's to right. shut down. It's right. to shut down. You shut down. You said you get back in there the next day and 45 minutes past, you still haven't hit anything, and you feel like crap. And I, You've got to keep pushing. And and you I, might hit one of the – it might be the last the last yeah. place you go to. Right. And if you had shut down earlier, right. you, you wouldn't, wouldn't have gotten, gotten that. And maybe you would never have gotten it. Maybe yeah. that was the only time this year they were around. You don't know. You have no idea. Right. And I, I, I'll say this as well. The the ninety nine percent of the time, my energy is through the roof. It, 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 but there are times when there's one percent uh, t- uh, time when it's not, where I'm dragging or or whatever. Or you got some other issue. Something's going on in my right. mind, whether it's money or what whatever, family, who knows. And I'll go out there, and I literally will go out there, and it's like my therapy because now even when I'm not fully at my capacity. I'll knock down a sale, and all of a sudden, 
all those problems and just all those go away, are right? Gone. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like right. I just did this. Now let's rock and roll. And the now worst all thing of a is that picks you up. The worst thing is to just stop. The worst thing really is to stop without a sale. I mean, that's just that you don't yeah, want to go home you just, without that sale. You want to keep pushing until you get that sale. We 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 always joke about you know, uh, and we're doing it actually today. We're not going to have lunch until we we, uh, we we get this done. <laughs> yeah, we're starving. Right? Yeah, we are. We're hungry. But <laughs> well, we got to get this done. Literally right? hungry. But we um we. I won't do, you know, it's like you, you put a carrot in front of yourself, you know. You, you, you don't stop until you, you finish what you, you right. started. You don't treat yourself. You don't reward yourself. Yeah. It's, how, how can you go home at the end of the night saying, I, I quit? I can't. Can't. Right. No. You can't. Right. And sometimes you do, but yeah. you, 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 you get right back. You snap right. back into that same mindset the next day that you, you, you need to find that sale. Because it works. Uh, something that I, I think holds a lot of people, but taking action is everyone knows this. Just taking action is the biggest roadblock that people have. You know, they're not successful because they're not taking, they're not doing something about it. Uh, we don't need to talk about that too much, but one of the things that that prevents a lot of people from taking action is that they they feel that they need all this preparation. That they've got to know the product inside and out. And you and I both know, Charlie, you don't have to know the product inside and out. No, you don't have to. You don't. In fact, the less you know, the better. Yeah, no. Leave that to the people that deal with those things. You don't have to know. All you've got to know is is a couple just main benefits, some of the features of it. Mm. What can you build a solid pitch about? What's... What is it about the product or the service that you're selling that people are going to like? Right. And you just build your pitch around that. You don't need to know no. every in and out. And You know, there's an old saying. I think it might have been Zig Ziglar. Um, oh, that would be an old saying. Yeah, though. it would. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, you know, get up and get dressed. It, 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 not doing is the worst thing that you can do. It's get up and get dressed. And, and, and it, you don't need to. The, 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 the consumer needs to have a reason why they, they, they want to purchase and you need to figure out what that reason is that doesn't the product really doesn't matter it doesn't, you need to figure out matter. why or what, what it is what they need or what they want uh, those are two different things we talk about later but um, it doesn't matter you know no. I've been in several positions where I've been talking about things that I don't have any idea what I was selling but I yeah right them. and just a, a quick Charlie comes from a bit when he was young in his early 20s he was uh, he was uh, it me sound old got a job at, yeah you're what 30 33 yeah right 20 yeah yeah, but <laughs> same right. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Tw- early 20s he get this job at this uh, this uh, headhunter recruiting firm where right. they, they put him through this where it's two what two months three, before three, three months yeah. before you even actually talk to yeah. a real client because this process is so difficult to get through gatekeepers and it's just training on these phones. So anyways, he goes through that. We'll talk about that in another episode. Right. But then he, he goes wild and buys all, you know cars and stuff and whatever. <laughs> loses pretty much loses everything, right? Yeah. And you yeah. end up in another city. He's from Boston. He ends up here in the mountains of upstate New York and <laughs> and gets a job at a remodeling company. Eventually, yeah. in telemarketing, builds himself up there. Eventually, leaves to work for my remodeling company. Right. Yep. And and you start to realize, and then eventually moves over to our my marketing company. Correct. And you've you've now realized really that. All the, all these the, the way you handle objections, your attitude is it it's universal. It, it doesn't is. matter what you're yeah. selling; it's the same kind of stuff. Whether you're selling to consumers or businesses, or even selling other people on, yeah. on ideas, yeah. it's right. all universal. It is. It, it doesn't matter if it's a, a person, uh, a window, 
um, a business card. It doesn't matter. It's all the same. A furnace. It, do, it does not matter. You're, you're selling something a to a human being. Yep. I would imagine that when if you're selling something very complex and technical to a board of directors of a, of a giant corporation, you need to know your yeah, the ins and outs. You're, you're selling to people that crunch numbers right. and, and whatnot, but you're not. In the local marketing, you're, you're talking with the, the guy who owns the automotive repair shop. You, know? right. yeah. <laughs> you just need to hit a few hot buttons that you've got something that will help grow his business yep. and you're excited about it. No, relax and have fun, too. Have fun, right. Have fun. right. And there's always going to be people that will... Uh, try to bring you down and they'll try to they'll try to pinpoint people will spend immense amounts of time trying to figure out how mm-hmm. you're successful right and I'll give you an example Paul we talked about Paul before yeah. you'll laugh at this I'm already when laughing. Charlie first he had never gone out and knocked on on doors you know he had never gone out to businesses and, and knocked on them no you know it was a completely it new experience because it was always over the phone charlie's charlie's my phone guy i mean he's amazing on the phone so uh, uh, i don't know a year ago i guess a year and a half ago probably yeah, he puts you out in the streets yeah, first buddy. time you're yeah. not you're not free and you come back with deal after deal after deal after deal after deal and you're just selling you're selling all these things that you, you barely even know about right, right. and <laughs> and what does paul say he tells me it was <laughs> <laughs> this is funny Paul goes, do you, th- do you think it's the Boston accent? <laughs> he goes, do you think it's his accent? Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about, you Paul? Like, height? Do you think it's <laughs> I think maybe, he, you know, he's a little taller than I am. And, you know, a lot of people like tall people. Yeah. And <laughs> the, the, the amount of time that people will put into what, why is this guy so successful? Stop worrying about what other people are doing. Just get out there and do it. That's all it takes. Yeah, it really, it really is. is. That's all that's all it takes. The mindset has so much to do with it. it because it the people the especially business owners, you're out there pitching business owners, they they're used to being approached all the time. And sometimes they're a little a little bit they're they're, uh, they're jaded. They know when what some, so when you come in there with a real passionate attitude and you're not you're not fitting that mold of that that typical a uh, stiff person trying to sell them some kind of service that their company has trained them on. They, they instantly there's a character. They, they, you have some character. There's a can, bond. It's a we, it's a regular person. Can we talk about? To. I mean, th- this this scenario is is exactly what you're describing. Can we talk about Jamie at the? Uh, yeah, sure. The um, Jake had sold a space to this this gentleman to, what two years ago? Two years ago. Two yeah. years ago. It's been a while. Yeah. Right. So. Um, you know, if, if if the guy bought once, we're going back to a new area that we haven't touched in right. a long time. Yeah, my my thoughts. If they, if if if, a, if somebody buys once, they'll buy again. So I go in, and I'm I have my my game face on. I'm ready to rock and roll, and uh, I walk I get into the door, and I'm expecting a friendly <laughs> entrance because Jake had you know talked, but I forgot it was you know two years ago. The guy's right. You know, he he eventually remembers Jake, but he didn't know who I was, and um. He's sitting, sitting down, and he he looks up to me, and he goes, uh, "Whatever you're selling, I don't have any money. You can leave." And uh, this this touches on what what you were saying about being just a person, a regular person. You have fun. So I look square in him, looked him right in the eyes, and I say to him, "You must be Jamie." <laughs> and he goes, "Oh shit! How the hell do you know who I am?" <laughs> you know. But he starts laughing. You know, ten minutes later, I had a check in my hand. Right. You know, right. And he said, "And I got to remind you," he right. said, "What?" Which is my own fault for not not continuing to sell this guy, but what 
Do you remember what he said? Oh yeah, it was the most. He 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 was absolutely. I I thought he was being sarcastic. He said, "This is the the most effective type of marketing that I've I've ever come across in terms of uh, terms of the space." Right, and, and, and which is a space on the nine by twelve yeah. direct mail. And, and, and because he's got that dry sense of humor, you know that that he hit me with when I walked in the door, I was taken back. And and, and this is something for because I I just started with the postcard, so my. Judging people's reactions and stuff is, is is although that's universal in the sales world, I'm still learning the uh, postcard space game. Right. Um, but the, but he was he was completely serious and he he swears up down left and right and and, and everybody I talked to really does about how he said he kept all the clippings and all the things that people had brought in and um, had been waiting for you know for two years <laughs> for us to come back. And he wanted to know where you were and you know all that stuff. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And just a little bit of back for those of you that are listening to this and may not uh, fully know what we're what we're talking about. It's uh, this is my nine by twelve. Nine inches by twelve inches postcard, which is this giant postcard that is sent out in the mail. You can duplicate this system. It's available at nine nine x twelve system dot com, and uh, it it you you essentially get a dozen or up to sixteen or even more advertisers to share the space on this giant card, so that everyone gets. 5,000, 10,000, 15,000 mailings for, for a fraction of the cost that they would spend themselves. And uh, I've been all over the place with different areas in this. We've just tackled an area that I had done years ago that I haven't touched since. And this is actually Charlie's first run at the 9x12. Charlie's been on the phones and us and selling mailing ser- solo mailing services for a, a year and a half now, but this is the first time he's actually gone out and done nine by twelve spaces, which is doing great. Um, a little bit about the the business owners themselves. Marketing is something that most of them really don't know much about. Some of them like to think they know about it, but most of them don't really have much of a clue. So anything that you know about marketing is probably more than they know mm-hmm. themselves. Right. And just because they may be even running a business that looks successful doesn't mean that it actually is successful. There's a lot of businesses out there that lose money Mm -hmm. and that are looking for some kind of opportunity to bring in customers that they never thought of before. There's Marketing is difficult. It's almost like a mysterious thing that no one actually knows what to do. And they're always looking for someone that could help them. Some kind of, it, it, it may not be a person, but a thing, some kind of way to get more customers. So forget about selling the actual postcard spaces and, and change that to you're, you're going to help them get their name out there effectively. Mm-hmm. They're, more, they're more concerned with the benefit than the, uh, the actual features. Don't, so when you're going in there, don't be all about the actual postcard, but ex- talk about what you can do for them. I can get your name to the entire town of... Augusta, or wherever yeah, you're yeah. selling, that's the benefit. Yeah, and, and, and from you know, I learned this from you. You know, certain phrases, terms, and things click and work, but again, you have to believe in them. You know, and and we talk about TV, radio, the different ways that you that you can you know advertise and market, um, and then that this is why this makes sense. These these postcards will be in the hand of of an individual. And anybody that's an individual is, is a potential buyer. Okay, so these postcards, the, the, the lure to the company is that they're going to be in the hands of people in a targeted area. You know, and again, this comes directly from, from your mouth, um, Jake. You, 
you run a TV commercial, you're not guaranteed anything. They have to turn the TV on. They have to tune into that channel. You don't. You have no idea what demographic. You don't know if, if they like to watch Two and a Half Men or you have no idea. It could be massively successful. It could, but it could be an absolute flop and ruin your company. Same thing applies with the radio. You know, my favorite line is this: is you put a blimp. We could put a blimp right over. You know, you're sitting talking with a business owner. We could put a blimp right over the top of this re- restaurant right now, but they still have to look up. You know, how many but, people are going to look up? Right. Who knows? You know, that a lot of people are just focused on what's in front of them. You know, and I know I am. So this is something that's going to be in their hands. They're not going to throw it away, and you're going to get business from it for a, for a long time. And that's the, and that the, when you believe that the, the 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 owner believes it because it's true. It's true, right? Yeah. And you know these these sayings and these little little tidbits, all they really are. They are the truth, but all they really are. Right. If you if you think about it, all they are, are are just crafty little arguments. They they can't deny that, right? Because you could yeah. be selling any service and make statements like that. You could be selling mobile device, mobile marketing, where mm-hmm. you're you're selling a mobile website. Well, everyone's got a smartphone, right? Yeah. You've got a smartphone, Jim. Everyone's got these phones. So, it's, so you need to have your website look properly on there. That's a that's an argument that yeah. they just have to agree with. They have to agree so it really doesn't matter what you're selling. As long as you have a strong argument yeah. that they can't deny. You know, the, the equivalent of it, and yeah, you're 100% correct. The equivalent of that is, you know, you switch it over to the, the um, home improvement business. It's a, a line I created myself, and you, know, you say to the customer, sir, if, if you had a hole in your in your gas tank, are you going to continue to pour gas into that? Or are you going to fix the hole in your gas tank? You know, and that's just the same exact that, right. type of saying, only it applies to different things. If you have drafty windows, are you going to continue to crank the heat? Or are you going to fix your window? <laughs> fix fix it, your right. windows. Right. Same thing. Right. And we use that. We use those things to uh, to get them off of other advertising and and. Spend more money with us, basically. <laughs> but they could do the same thing. You know, if we were selling TV spaces, I would say, well, you don't want to put your money in a junk mail, right? right. No one looks at their mail. You know, <laughs> it's yeah. a, it's who reads, a, who reads it, their mail? It doesn't yeah. matter what yeah. you're selling. Right. Uh, the fortunate thing, the good thing is, is that our product really is good. I mean, yeah. it really is the, the, the cream of the it's crop. There's problems that business, there's, I've identified three problems that business owners have with their marketing in general. And when I say business owners, I mean, for the most part, these local. Your, your local people that you're selling business, uh, marketing services to. One, they don't have a real plan. Mm-hmm. They have a business plan. They know how to run their business. They know how to d- fulfill the orders, but they don't have a real plan of what they should do for marketing and what it should accomplish. And number two, they don't know what to put their money into. Right. There's so many choices. Do I put it into the internet? Do I run TV ads? And the problem that arises from that is... Uh, similar to what you were saying with the blimp and the, and the and the radio and the TV, and this is why they put their money into those things, is that they're focused on big numbers. They want the biggest bang for their buck. Right. They want something that's going to get, they, they they dream of having a billboard. Yeah. And maybe they maybe they run their credit card for $2,200 to, to run a billboard on the busiest highway for two months. Mm-hmm. And it's a disaster. Right. Just because they got 900,000 people going by it doesn't mean that they're paying attention to it that right. it means anything so they they tend to just try to I, I i have so much money what can i put the money into that's going to give me this this biggest exposure instead of investing that's a problem yeah. that's a real problem but that's why media reps have such an easy time selling these things mm-hmm. billboards don't go empty 
Yeah. There's always going to be someone to advertise on a billboard. Right. And the billboard reps have an easy time because they're oh we've got 60,000 people every single day going by this billboard. Don't you want to have your business front and center on them? In reality, that's that's not good. That's not good for the small business owner that needs to spend every dollar wisely. Right. Uh, number three, they don't know what's working for them or not. They don't know what's working. And it's a, I've, I've been through this with a lot of our existing clients. They're spending so much money Maybe they've been in business four or five years, seven years. And over that period of time, they've built themselves up to where maybe they're spending five to $10,000 a month in advertising. They're, ever, they're on TV, they're on radio, but they don't know what's actually working. Mm-hmm. There's a quote. I don't think you've ever heard this, Charlie, and I can't remember who said it, but I think it's like from the 1800s or something. I know my advertising is working. I just don't know which part. Right. Yeah. Half my advertising is working, but I don't know which half. Yeah. Right. That's. I don't know which half. Scary. That's scary. Yeah. You don't. You don't know. So the problem is, where do you invest your money? Well, I'll just invest it to all the places. And And they're so scared to cut something off. Right. They're so scared. Do I do I not take this billboard down? You know, maybe they and it's it's a slow. It's not. No business owner really goes and sinks tons of money into something at once. This is a long, drawn-out process that over a few years, they found themselves spending a lot of money in all different media channels. They just don't know what's working. They don't know, do I stop doing TV commercials? Do I stop doing billboards? They can't accurately tell what, what's happening. They could be cutting off a, a lifeline. It's, that's the, and the worst part about all that is it's not it's not efficient at all. No, it's you know, a bad. It's, it's a just, poor spending of their money. Yeah. And then you got their their ad reps that are consistently feeding them BS to Horse keep them going. Yeah, right. uh, so tracking is 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 one of the most critical, if not the most critical thing to have in advertising for the local business owner. And that's one thing that makes our system, and that's, that's something that makes direct mail in general so powerful, especially for a small business owner, is that they can actually track how much response is coming. They can see because they can use coupons. They can use special offers, things that people return. Mm-hmm. And you can actually tell, hey, this is, this is really working. Yeah, I just see. spent some money, and I, I got people coming back in from it. Right. It's like hitting a gold vein. Yeah, it is, and then you can tell. Like you said, you can tell. I mean, just using Jamie again, he he kept all of his clippings, um, so he knew he knew exactly what his return was, and, and most owners do, and that and that's reassuring as well because now you know that this is working, and you're and the best part about that is, is if money's tight with your with your marketing budget is, and you know this works, you're gonna use whatever money you have towards this right. and the customers will come back they will come back right. right that's a hard thing for a lot of business owners to swallow is that when even when times are tough you can't right. you can't stop. cut that marketing no. budget you can't no. you can't and then when it's going good you still can't right some of these guys will th- you know the times are going good and, they, and then they say i don't need to advertise well, yeah like people tell me i have too much uh, business what the heck does that mean? too much <laughs> too much business that's a good that's a good question actually <laughs> <No>. um <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about that a little I bit. Have That's too much a good money. objection. That's a good objection. Yeah. And uh, let's look at that statement because you'll get that. This is a, a, a very difficult objection right. that people deal with. Uh, you'll hear it when you're out there talking with local business owners. You'll hear it. And you may be a local business owner yourself. You may be a business owner yourself that thinks, uh, I've got, I don't need to advertise. I've got, I've got enough. I've got all the customers that I can handle. So what do you do? Well, this is an objection I've got enough customers right now. I don't need to advertise. That's an objection 
that that I've seen get pretty ugly. Right. Because well, some, yeah. your natural response is well, it either two things happen in general when when a salesperson is faced with that objection. One, they walk away. Right. And they say next, you know, which is bad. Yep. You can get by doing that. Yeah. You okay. you can. You can go for the low hanging fruit and the people that right. won't give you those objections. More high volume, just keep hitting people. But you're you're missing out on huge opportunities. Those tend to be, in my experience, you'll probably agree with me, Charlie, is the people that you can conquer that objection right. are going to be some whales. They're yeah. going to be some money to people because chances are they're doing some good business if they got enough people. If they're using that objection, um, it's not that they have too much business. It's not that they have too much money because there's no such thing as either one of those. It does mean, though, that they are, you just said it, that they're doing fairly well right which means they have money they've got money which means they'll buy right and that's what you have to have in your head so how do you handle that the other thing the other reason the the two things like i said two things will generally happen when someone gives you an objection like that one they walk away right or they get aggressive right or they get aggressive yeah. you're absolutely right they get aggressive and they fire a rebuttal back and now you now you're in the position of you're the sleet that sleazy snake oil salesman you, you, and you're not going to get anywhere. No, no, no. You're going to get into a bar of a fight. Yeah. You're going to get in a verbal fight. It's not going to be good. No, and you're, you're not going to change their mind. And you're going to lose that fight. Yeah, you're going to lo- <laughs> right, right. Why it's, even bother arguing? You're going to lose. You're going to lose out on business. Yeah, number you know, one. You, know, you are. Don't fire back with a rebuttal. You could have the best rebuttal in the world. You could have you could have ten rebuttals of the catchy phrases that that sound great on paper, but yeah. you you can't fight that objection. There's no use in fighting something that they they're saying like that. I don't need to advertise. I've got all the customers I can handle. My the way that I that I train that I do myself and that I train my guys to handle any objection is to first agree with them. Right. It's counterintuitive, but agree with them. Empathize. You've got to be on that same. Some of you have heard me say this before. You've got to be on the same side of the table. You've got to put yourself on the same side of the table as as your your prospect. You can't. You don't want to be on the other side of the table. Mm -hmm. So you've got to agree with them. Mm -hmm. That throws them off guard right there. Oh, my God. The guy just agreed with me. You're opening up a dialogue. Oh, I understand, Jim. Yeah, Yeah. man, this place is rocking. It's exactly what I was just about to say. This is just. You you look around and go, you're right. This place place is is doing well. Yeah, holy crap. I I understand. You got got plans to maybe expand sometime or, you know, what do you. What do you what do you what's do if big, you've got your, too many people? What's your biggest seller? Get, whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> get them talking. Get them talking right? Now, their guard is down, yeah. and they're actually they're they're enjoy- wow. This guy isn't like yeah, he's a good guy because they're expecting oh this guy's gonna fire back right. something, and you're not. Yeah. And they're and they're when their guards down, they te- they're gonna listen more. They're gonna they're gonna say things that they probably shouldn't say. Right, of course. <laughs> but there's a big if you look at statements like that. I've got all the customers I can handle. I don't need to advertise. Right. Well, he's kind of telling the truth. Yeah. He doesn't need well, he, to advertise. He, he thinks he's telling the truth. Yeah, but he doesn't need to advertise. No, he doesn't need it. Yeah. What if he advertises got a bunch of people? I mean, he may not yeah. know how to actually handle that influx of people. But mm-hmm. there's a big difference between need and, and want. And want. Want is a totally different thing. Right. If you're, if you're on a diet... You don't need that cheeseburger, right? You don't need that cheesecake, right? Sounds pretty right? good, doesn't it? But, it? but if you're on day 
10 of a, you know, or day, day two. Yeah. Forget about day 10. Day two. Day one and a half. <laughs> and I show up with this big cheesecake and a big burger, you know, you, you don't need it. This Believe me, we got done talking about you, how hungry we were. You want, yeah, right. You <laughs> want it. Yeah. And right. you will pay, you'll pay more than you should for it even. I mean, you could, that's, that, oh, yeah. that's how you get into yeah. starting to really manipulate people. And right. I mean that in a, it, it could be used for good or bad, but that's how you really start. It's a tricky word. You're changing. You're going to change the, con- you need to change the concept, the context from needs to, to wants. You're going to change the perspective. Yeah. Uh, Charlie, you have, I'm going to, uh, this is a great example. You told me the nail, that nail salon that you just got on that. It was a lot of fun. Right? That was Didn't he give you that ob- objection? Yeah, yeah. And this is a, this is not to stereotype anyone, but I guess I'm going to stereotype someone. Uh, this is ran by Asian, by Vietnamese. Mm-hmm. I've, I, a long time ago, I sold them like business cards or something. Yeah, not even the same guy, but and the same company. the same guy right, right, or something. Right, right, right. And they're, uh, they tend to be, Middle Eastern Asians mm-hmm. tend to be pretty aggressive. Uh, you, you have to barter mm-hmm. with them. Yeah. You know, you give them <laughs> a, a one price or yeah. one offer, they're going to fight you with that. They're going to expect yeah. a different offer. It's just part of the culture. Nothing wrong with that. It's a part of the culture. I, but tell me about, because you had told me, yeah. we were talking about a little bit. What, well, what I got to tell you, before I get into that story, I was talking with uh, uh, Samir, who's a good friend of mine. He owns a, a restaurant in town. And I was talking to him about, about this last last night, uh, Jake, and he's he, this gentleman's Bosnian, and he told me he says in America there's no bartering, the price is the price. He said, but in our culture and in in different cultures, that's the way it always is. And if you're not willing to play ball, they're not playing. They're ball. not going to do business with no. you, right? They're not going to do right. It. So I I I get into the the operation. It's a it's a um you know it's just a nail nail salon, nail right? Salon, right? Yeah. And it's hopping. I mean, this place is busy, very busy, and it's just loud, and uh, there's not a lot of space to talk at the front desk, and I have the uh, secretary there and the owner, and, um, you know, I give him my pitch, and he basically says, look around. I don't need your help. I don't need your help. You know, we're, we're, we're really busy. I said, and did exactly what Jake was just talking about. I said, wow, you are. You know, that's awesome. It's nice to see, you know, this economy, blah, blah, blah. There's not a lot of successful places. Now I get the guy to uh, say, okay, well, you know what, I'll, I'll spend some time with him. He sounds like a good guy. And, 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 and ba- you know, the objection was is, is uh, we don't need any more business. We don't, we, we've got enough. Um, we're doing this. He points to the stuff that he's doing. And I, and I said, well, well, wouldn't you like, I mean, if you could, wouldn't you like to target uh, a richer area? You know, an area that that you know has money, and he said, "Well," and then he pauses, you know, and then he looks down at the card and he goes, "How much does that cost?" You know, it was at that moment where he had literally come off kind of rude to me and and wanted me to get the heck heck out of there, to um, letting his guard down, and then to accepting the fact that I maybe I do have something, just maybe I do have something that he could use, he could that he wants. That that was different than what he was doing, and sending it out to the to, to the city. It was working whatever he's doing, but maybe I have something. That that'll help him a little bit more that that he didn't have or didn't need, but now he kind of wants to know, you know, right. what it's what it's about. Right, and it was about switching. It was about changing the context. Totally Correct. changing the context. Now I had a shot. Now, right now you have that shot. Now I had a shot. You've now gotten them to show interest in something. Right. And at this point is right. when you can become aggressive. This is this is this for me. This is when I this is when I get fired up because when somebody says how much, 
if anybody ever says to you how much, you, you, you should never, you have to have it in your head that I'm either going to have the cops called on me or something. something. Not everyone can have that kind of mindset. So, really. somebody, but I do. You know? Yeah, that's the right mindset to have. <laughs> but, really. it, but it is. It, 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 when they say that, that means they're gonna, they should buy. Now it becomes either you or them, and you have to have in your head that you're going to win. You want to be a winner. You don't want to be a loser. You want to be a winner. So they ask that question, and now it's when it, it becomes... You know, that's when the that's when the fun that's, that's when the when fun, the fun starts, starts. Because now, once you once you've got them interested and you've changed the context right. of it from it's a need to a want, you you can now be passionate. Right. Exactly. You're not going to sound sleep. You sound sleazy right. when you're when you're still trying to fight on their terms. Correct. I don't need advertising. You're sitting there just pounding them. Yeah. Like, yeah you do. You need that. Yeah. Yeah. You can never have too many people. You so sound like a kid sound arguing like, with another kid. Who's this scumbag yeah, that's right. just totally disregarding? But when you change it to a different perspective, right. well, maybe you didn't. You're not hitting this area. Right. Maybe you could. Have you ever thought about getting people from this area? Right. Exactly. It's the upscale area. Now you can be passionate, and now you've got, and they're at, they're actually at the weakness. They're, they're, they're weaker. They're a little bit defensive now. Or defensive. You've got more there, leverage. They're, they're in that mode. You've got right. way more leverage. They're, they're not the ones overpowering you. You're, you're overpowering them. Uh, and, I, well, you guys fought, fought about price for a little bit, right? Yeah. Well, but tell, well, tell them about what, what happened in the end. Well, the the, the, the I the think best, this is the right one, right? Yeah, right. yeah. The best the best part about all this was is that he he had said that, and I, now I became fired up, and I told him, you know, and I was in a position where I only had a couple of spaces left, and um, you know, he he tells me leave him a price, and uh, he'll get back to me on Monday, and uh, that means <laughs> that's like saying I'm not buying. See you later. So um, I told him I can't do that. Simply said it just like that. Right. And he looks at me like. And, and, and again, he came back at me and said, you want to do business with me, but you, you can't wait till Monday? And, and, I, and I said to him, I said, Dean, I could walk out of this door and receive two phone calls by the time I get to my Cadillac. And in that time, this car could fill up. So no, I can't wait till Monday. So now he's like, oh crap, okay, I gotta do something. So he says, you know, and we start, now we're talking about pricing. Now pricing comes up. And he comes back to me again, you know, with the, the soft, uh, all right, give me till tomorrow, at least. Can you give me till tomorrow? And I said no. And I opened up my, my clipboard. I had a few checks from, from people that had bought an hour ago. And I said, look, it, people are buying. I can't wait. And I, that's when I had them, you know. And then I, I, I had to lower the price a little bit and, and told them, you know, we take the first half and second half when we finish the design. And I said, and I'll get out of your, I'll get out of your hands. And he looks at me, he pauses for about 10 seconds. It seemed like 10 minutes, but it was 10 seconds. And he, he put out his hand and shook my hand. And he, he pulled me aside he, and he said, you're, you're one of the best businessmen I've ever talked to. <laughs> this was the guy that wanted me to know part of me a couple different times in this conversation. To, to, and then he apologized to me. He said, I'm sorry, but I'm in front of customers. And I, you know, I didn't really know who you were. You know, now the guy's kissing my ass, for lack of a better expression. And not only that... This guy will buy again and again and again. And if I had turned around, like, you know, one of the options was, and left, we never would have had a shot with him. And, uh, you know, I just see everything that Jake talked about. It really is. And it was, it was, it was, it was rewarding. And I got in my car and, and sat there. And I think I called you. I'm, I can't remember if I did or didn't, but I was, I was excited about, about it. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, you could do it. Right. The best part about sales, too, and, and this, this product, you can do it. I could be doing this till I'm 90 years old. Every single time that happens, I'm going to be fired up. It doesn't change. Right. It doesn't. It really doesn't. No, that, that high will it really change. doesn't. Right. It doesn't. It doesn't change. 
I think that's about it. Um, I, I think that we had a, we had a great conversation here. I hope everyone enjoyed the, my very first podcast. There's going to be a lot to come. Well, I had fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Charlie will be a recurring guest or co-host, whatever you want to call him here, since he's uh, he's here anyways. Really, you can't get yeah, can't get wrong. But uh, <laughs> we, I, got, uh, I got nowhere to go. I've got a lot of just uh, in the coming in the in the coming episodes. I've got a lot of people lined up for interviews. If you have an exciting story to share, feel free to email me. My email is it's its it's Bob Ross at gmail dot com. Or you can actually call a, uh, a number that we have set up here. This is the podcast number, and you can leave a message, and we'll answer it on the, on the air. We'll a- answer it in a future episode. It could be You could be a business owner looking for how to get started with direct mail or direct marketing in general. You could be well, one of my members who is having trouble filling postcard spaces or selling print services. doesn't matter. You can call and leave a message. It's a toll-free number. It's 877 925 8117. Anything you want to hear discussed in future episodes, I've got a huge lineup coming up, uh, but anything that you want answered specifically or would like to see discussed, feel free to email me, call me, whatever you need to do. That is it. That's the end of our, our first episode, and we'll we'll see you soon. Thanks a lot. And, and Charlie, uh, thanks for, for yeah, being on no, here. Yeah, my pleasure. It was a lot of fun.